Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm your host, Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Maddie, how are we doing this morning? Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, it's Monday after Thanksgiving, and the axe is in enemy territory. So I don't, I, it, I'm not doing so well. The Jets won, which is also pretty annoying for them, because now they're going to be the seventh pick again. They can't, no, nothing can go right. My fantasy team won. Well, that's good, at least. Uh, my Bills won, but it was against a pathetic Saints team, and they lost their best defensive player for the year with a torn ACL. So uh, even though that's still better than what we saw on Saturday afternoon, uh. as most of you guys already know, we are presented to you by betonline.ag, and we're better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. So head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your welcome bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. It's time for us to get into it for the penultimate time this year. It's Monday morning fullback. You know what that means. 15 minutes on the clock discussing the good, the bad, and this week, especially the ugly starting now. That's good. Okay. We have to start. We have to start with the good. Matt, I'm going to let you kick this one off. Okay. I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Keanu Benton was unblockable. Okay. I, I, thought I he, agree. I thought he might have played his best game of the year. And I he was uh he was the brightest of spots for me. Your turn. <laughs> that was quick. Um I don't really have any good ones. I, I mean it it's hard it's hard to try to find something when I think we kind of lost in every single category. Offense, defense, special teams turnovers, you know, everything we, we were, I just think we lost in everything. So I don't, I don't know. Convince me something was good. We lost the ax at Minnesota and watch those jabronis rush the field. And we lost our opportunity to go to the big 10 title game to play Michigan, not Ohio state, right? Michigan. I was pumped. Cause I remember like you could sit in that. I, I felt like I was sitting in the locker room. Like you just got word that Ohio state was knocked out. And you're going to play Michigan, a team that we could have beat, and I still think we could have beat. I'm in that locker room, like, dude, you have everything. Big Ten champs, you're going to be the big. T- you're going to be the the West champs. You're going to go face Michigan. All these things were at our fingertips. Granted, it's the axe game, but you had bigger dreams, and you let that bald guy beat us. The dude that- kissed the field. What is he doing? Do you feel like there was a sense of entitlement from the team when they stepped on the field? It's like, oh, you know, th- this is ours. Like, we-, we deserve this without having to sort of, 
play for it or because because to me i don't know like this was just a it was such a strange game i mean that that's the only good okay we're done with the good let's get to the bad there's not Ooh, a, like i said good. there's not a lot of good uh the bad i mean wh where do we even begin the uh i mean well, everything was just ugly i don't even know why we're even like okay, yeah. benton was a shining star great but we still lost the game so I'm sure he doesn't isn't pumped about you know no, he's probably like listen I played really well but it doesn't matter we lost we have no course. opportunity to go to the Big Ten championship now we're gonna play what bowl game is po a possibility like we were gonna go play at Indianapolis now we could be playing at Yankee Stadium which I actually like but it's not make doesn't make us look we anything also special. might be at the Music City Bowl in my hometown well I also kind of like that bowl game too listen Minnesota. Sadly, and, and, and it hurts me to say this, but they played fast and they played hard and they fought tooth and nail. And it, it was like watching the Ohio State or Michigan was like, listen, we're going to win or die. And that's, to be honest, how Minnesota played. And, I, and sadly, Wisconsin looked like they played um, to not lose. So when you said, you know, sense of entitlement, I don't know if it was that or, or, or like, you know, like, hey, we're gonna we we are gonna win. We just have to kind of play well. But dude, these games are not like that. This is never. No matter if Minnesota was zero and twelve, this is a fist fight game, and I we just weren't ready for a, a, a Rocky Balboa Russian. You know, all ten rounds to the end, bloodbath. So I, I it just it just said I. You want to get into the bad dude? Like, I mean, no, I mean, we're, we're skipping straight to the yards. ugly. We're, we're, we're skipping straight to because it was all okay. ugly. Because everything's ugly. Because everything's ugly right now. We had 233 yards. Ugh. I could probably run that at a direct sprint and not be like wheezing at the end. That's how I short. would be wheezing, but that's a different story. I mean, I probably would too. Minnesota, listen, had 274. It wasn't like they blew us out in total yards, which is crazy to me. Time of possession, they had it for 30 minutes and 10 seconds. We had a 2950. Like, Dead even. That's wild. Almost dead everything even. was dead. First downs, we had 17. They had 16. Turnovers, one and one. Just, I just, you know, like, this is a – when you, like, look at the, the stats, it is a complete, complete UFC, like, fight to the to, to somebody gets knocked out and then gets pummeled like they do. I, the only thing that really is different to me is I couldn't get the run game going at all. I mean – we weren't hitting holes fast. Uh, what do we have? 2.8 was our average yards per rush. Um, you know, theirs wasn't any better. It was only two. But their passing was way well, so better. So that's the us. big thing. What what happened? What happened again? What happened against Nebraska? What happened against Penn State? Big yeah, they took it pay, yeah, plays in plays. the passing game. That was a combination of uh, our pass rush not getting home. The only person who was really getting any pressure was, was Benton. Right, he had two sacks in this game. The rest mm -hmm. of the team, we had. Then there was one other one that was a combination of Chanel and Sanborn. But I mean, it, pass rush not getting home, and on top of that, it there was just a busted coverages, right? And mm -hmm. you know, I, I hate to say it, but they were picking on they were picking on Fayon Hicks, which is we've seen a lot of teams do, and especially you know on the deep balls they had. And which also part of this, a lot of this is to me, the loss of Colin Wilder on the first play. I was about to say, I just threw up in my mouth how pathetic that call was. It was, it was 
a bad call. And part, one of the, one of my uglies was the officiating. The officiating, the officiating was, was a disgusting nightmare. There was the blatant offensive pass interference that they called defensive pass interference on a deep ball that would have gotten. They would have had to punt from there. Instead, they get first and ten inside, like the they in like the side like the fifteen twenty yard line or whatever. Awful, awful. Did you call. never hear? You never. You hardly ever hear the announcers like kind of like go against the refs. These dudes did it at least like four or five times. They're like, yeah. oh, well, and, that's and, and a I'm really not saying that they were call. all against us. They're, we got a couple calls too. Like we got one. We got one or two calls that might have been suspect as well. The officiating was. That just was terrible. atrocious. Listen, did you send me that text or was it in the Oregon game? Somebody got helmet to helmet, like got like destroyed, like up. At, like he was launching straight up. I thought the guy was dead. And then they and they reviewed it and then took it back. Mm-hmm. So it didn't count. And I'm I'm sitting here looking at this going. The dude caught the ball. He was going down. It was a helmet. He, he was shoulder pad. So I, maybe I don't know the rule that well. But he didn't hit him with his helmet. He didn't hit him with the crown. He wasn't launching. He just hit him really hard. He hit him with his shoulder. His shoulder with hit his the head shoulder of the other in, player. But the dude was going down. Where, yeah. So then here's my thing also. First off, that set the tone, and it, it, it and it is a it is how the refs could win or lose a game at the end of the game by throwing a penalty. You know, like if that happened in Nebraska, that would be a referee deciding the, the end of the game or at least a tie at potential. My problem is what's his other option? miss him like this is football you hit people so it's either miss him or or let him fall down but that's not how we play the game or you go low and we and you saw well, he guy was go going low. low that's the thing the guy was like a foot and a half off the ground but i mean lower so you can't go about, he literally could not yeah, physically go lower braylon allen caught a ball and some dude took his knee out yeah and then th- so like where the rules are bananas because everyone's nervous about head injuries which i understand but what about people blowing out each other's knees? Because you're telling me not to go high. So I'm going to go low every time now. That's what I would do. And I, I just think it set the tone. It's not, it was not correct to me. The call shoulder pads to someone's helmet is not a, is not a launch. It's not a targeting. That's, I thought that was the rule is do not hit with your helmet. If you hit with your helmet, you're out. Didn't seem like it to me. Also, there was a play, I think in the fourth quarter, that was complete targeting by Minnesota's guy. They didn't even throw the flag. No. I was like, I'm sick. And I don't even know. I was sitting there trying to find people on Twitter to make fun of the refs and just rip them. But I don't even know how to do that. I was like at big 10 refs. And it came up to some weird dude. And I was like, yo, is this the NCAA? Like you guys are so bad. You, I think they single-handedly destroyed that football game because it just, you have to call it, it has to be fair on both sides, and it was back to back calls. Sometimes, it's like, dude, if if you're officiating and you really look at things at like hardcore look at, there's holding on every play. Yeah, dude, I held on every play. I was tackling dudes. I was tripping them. It's a dirty game, but you do, but you do it so it's not like blatantly obvious. You're not ripping someone's shoulder pads. I just thought a lot of it was like on every play you could have just been like, up oh, there's a penalty. Mm-hmm. I, don't yeah, know, I was and, just sick and, about uh, that. Uh, Another thing for me was, and, and, and just sticking with that, like at one point there was a pancake block that was called as a hold. It's like, well, what, what are you supposed to like? He perfect. Like, On it, Chanel. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Chanel. Yeah. yeah. He annihilated his dude. He absolutely annihilated his dude. Like textbook block gets a penalty. 
Like what, what, what are you, what more are you supposed to do? It's it, it's nuts. Cause when I, when I, when I watched the play, I was like, Oh, I thought this was holding on like a tackle. Cause yeah. it looked more like that. And then they no, go, on Chanel. so they go to Chanel. And I was like, wait, this thing must've got the numbers wrong. And then, no, I was like, wait. And then we, I watched it again. I was like, I don't, I don't understand where, the, what these guys are seeing. So it's really confusing. See, that's the type of stuff that I hate. Like if a ref, if, if the refs cannot call the game fair and see these things, something's really wrong. And, you know, like, listen, first play of the game, they set the tone, kicking them out. I thought it was a completely horse crap call. I'm trying not to curse in my brain. I'm like going bananas. I'm sorry to be so, like, I, this cuts so deep, you know, like I couldn't even, it's like the best thing to ever happen to Minnesota in their lives. And then for, you know, from Wisconsin, like I'm just livid. I know we're going to win it next year, but you know, like these dudes might play in a, in a January one bowl because of this. No, they're not playing in January, January one bowl there. I mean, well, no, I mean, because at this point, like uh, I was going to, I was ahead of them, Michigan, Ohio state and Michigan state are all ahead of them but in I terms of overall sense. record. So, I mean like us, Minnesota and Purdue are now all tied as like the fifth best team in the big 10. Ugh, that hurts too. That's it awful. really hurts. It hurts. It really, really hurts. And we were trending so well. I, uh, yeah. I mean, it, and it, I even thought our pass protection was pretty good. Our pass, like, protection, guys... our, 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 our pass protection was okay. Uh, we allowed, um, how, I mean, how, how many sacks did we allow? Two, I want to say. No, zero. Zero. There were, there were no yeah. sacks in the game. There yeah. were zero sacks in the game, which is fantastic. Which is fantastic. And Mertz, there was, uh, there was one rollout, I want to say, like early in the second quarter or third quarter, where he just, he had a guy wide open in the flat, and he throws it five yards short of him and just, like, skips it. And yeah. I don't, th th there know, was some, I, I don't know, he looked like early season Mertz again. And the difference was that the line was pass blocking for him this time. He didn't yeah, have a lot of pressure. You know, yeah, listen, I, I'm going to still go with, we asked him to do what we asked him to do, and he went 21 for 38, like he had 178 yards, 71 yards. He threw an interception. It was like, it, it was a pretty good shot that Kendrick Pryor could have had that ball. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, we the, had a couple, we had a couple game drops turner. as we had well. Some drops. You know what, to me, listen, I, I hate to, to go back to this though, but to me, this is a lot of coaching. We had three in every facet of the game. Like our special teams did not look good at all. No, our defense did not look good at all. It looked like, dude, they they look super prepared. I hate to say that they they picked up our blitzes. They knew what we were going to do. They they had guys on the guys that needed to be double teamed. They really did a good job against our defense. Not rushing, but what about throwing the ball? They picked us apart, and they had they had a lot more bigger plays than we did. I thought, you know, on the on the offensive side, I think we went back to being very vanilla. The pass, the pass route trees are terrible to me. We had Danny Davis was on fire. Keep getting the ball. These guys, Kendrick Pryor, Danny Davis, they look good to me. I didn't see DK had one catch, right? DK had one catch. Pryor like, had a couple. We, Pryor had a couple drops. He uh, did, but 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 Danny Davis looked really good. Danny Davis is fantastic. Uh, you know, you and, know. and we're I just you know we're so like I'm just so sad because. You know, like we're doing the same plays we did last week and Minnesota was ready for them and we didn't do much to really mix it up. You know, Braylon Allen getting some catches was really great. I thought that was awesome. A different 
look, but the run game was there. I didn't think he re- rushed particularly hard. He looked injured. He did look injured. He looked, he looked injured. And uh, this is this is where our attrition in the running back room really hurt us. I felt like they were so run-dimensional in the run game. This is a game they really could have used Malusi, or they actually, I think in this is the game that they really, really miss Garendo. They miss his speed because uh, because Allen is, is great and powerful, but he, he doesn't have the top-end speed. And they there were times where I feel like he could have either gotten it outside or if he has if he's half a step quicker, like Garendo is, mm-hmm. he's breaking some long runs. Yeah. And part of that was I felt like Minnesota just played faster than Wisconsin. I felt like they were they were a half For a sure. step ahead of Wisconsin sure. and knew where they and knew where Wisconsin was gonna be. And a lot of that goes back to the coaching. There's a lot of questionable coaching decisions. I felt like, well, I mean, especially hold on. in the second half. Especially... <laughs> oh God! What about fourth and one punting, getting oh. a penalty, and then going for it? I, listen, I, I that to me was very I, confusing. If you do the math, you you can't win if you punt. I mean, I don't get it. I feel like that was going to be a fake punt. Yeah, but that's but, but okay, but why? It's fourth exactly. and one. Why? It's fourth and one. If, if there's like you're going to just... put your punter on there to do oh, something like God, like so bad. That, you don't think that Minnesota's prepared for a lot of different looks for Chanel to catch the ball and run up the middle cuz we showed it already? Mm-hmm. Dude, th- Minnesota was prepared for everything we did and we did nothing to to we didn't we didn't have any fancy plays. Um I can't remember what we used to call them, but we didn't have any of those guys. We I don't know, man. It's just it's like I guess you're right. We thought we'd just go into this without without like really putting together a game plan that would would dominate this team. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it up front. I mean, listen, our, I thought the O-line played pretty well and we just weren't hitting holes. And I dude, I think Minnesota just was ready. We once that we couldn't run the ball, we couldn't really do anything else either. I mean, we were throwing short routes. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's, a, that, that, that's our 15 minutes. Tough way to end the regular season. We'll still have a bowl game. Oh, we, we'll still have a bowl game, and that's okay. Personally, what do you think I, we're going to go? Uh, what um, happens with the coaching staff? Um, what do I want to happen, or what do I think will happen? Because what I think will happen is nothing. I think I would uh, completely agree with you. I think nothing will happen. What I want to happen is the special teams coach needs to go. The special yes. teams have been... Not Outside good. of the Bracey return last week, have been atrocious, like yes. genuinely atrocious this season, and something needs to happen there. We also need a proper offensive coordinator and like quarterbacks coach who's going to call some plays and bring some ingenuity to the offense. I would, if if that is the least of it, I think. The special teams need to improve for sure. I think number one priority is keeping Jimmy Leonard at Wisconsin. No matter what you do, he wants a, a gold-plated Hummer. You get him a gold-plated Hummer. Like, I don't I don't he think, wants to live I, in Barry's I don't feel like house. Jimmy's a gold-plated Hummer kind of guy. No, I know, but I'm saying you know, like if he needs a, if he wants to live at Barry's house, he's gonna you know let him live at Barry's house. Like whatever he needs, I think we number one we need to we need to keep Jimmy Le- Leonard around badly. I mean, that's my first meeting today would be, hey, Jimmy, if I'm Chris McIntosh, Jimmy, are you, what's your thoughts? Let's be, let's be, let's be honest. I, I want to keep you here and I'm going to do it. What do you need? 
Yeah, this, this offseason to me is going to be the first real test of McIntosh as the AD. Yeah. What are we going to see out of him? And is he going to try to force Paul Christ's hand? Because Christ, I feel like Christ, I, I feel like loyalty for the most part is a good quality. I feel like Chris is a little overly loyal. And he, he can't see the big picture sometimes. And he's super loyal to Chris Herring, the special teams coach. He's yeah, super he's loyal right. to Joe Rudolph. The I guess whose technical uh, title right now is run game coordinator slash offensive line coach. Right. I'm, I I actually like Joe Rudolph. I think but Joe I, Rudolph but, is also the best recruiter they have. Right. But I think I, my number one is keeping Jimmy. My number two is getting an offensive coordinator. Yes. If this, if you're not going to start like lopping heads off and firing people, then number two is getting an offensive coordinator, which I don't think they're going to do. McIntosh not firing Paul Chris. Like no, let's be and real. I'll, and, and, I'm not someone who's calling for Paul Chris's head. I'm not either. No, I'm not I, either. I, but I, I'm calling for things to change and evolve. And yes, an offensive coordinator and grow and grow. Offensive coordinator will bring in ingenuity, which you said, which I liked in the in the past game for sure. We'll bring in a whole nother, you know, insight into Graham Mertz and our quarterback, and possibly help tremendously. I would and hope then so. I re- and then can help Rudolph in the run game. Yes. And mix things up and do things different. I think we are on the cusp of being very good at these things. We're just not there because we don't have an offensive coordinator. Yeah. I do think if that's the only thing, it's Jimmy Leonard, offense coordinator. If you want to leave the special teams guy, we're going to have another year of just mediocrity in our special teams. Sadly, it's Coach Chris guy. I don't think he's going anywhere. I, I mean, really, I mean, I for me, that's number one. If someone has to go, it's him. He's not. He's but, but he's not. Well, so, you know, I. That is on Macintosh. Yeah, right. And I feel like Macintosh can really sort of flex his muscles. He can. We'll yes. see. We will see if he does. Maddie, I know you have to go. You have a meeting. I have I a have meeting. Some time. I got to take your time. Message back. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. I mean, listen, I love talking about these things. I just, I'm, I, I, I'm always interested in you know, like what happens. In the, we're not technically in the off season, right? We're going to know what the bowl is on December fifth, I think, on Sunday. Uh, so we'll know where we're going. Yep. We'll know where we're going next weekend, and we will. Uh, we'll be back with a Monday morning fullback next yeah. week to talk about our bowl opponent. Oh, we haven't done our top five. Let's do our top five really quickly. Top so, five, really top quickly. Five. Okay, number five, Nick Herbig. I just love this kid. He, he's a force on the field. Like, you know, every time you look up, he's making a play here or there. He's a great pass rusher. I mean, he's not even like a huge guy, he's a, and he just dominates tackles. So yeah, it's and, and actually while amazing. he didn't get into the backfield as much as he has in other weeks, he I thought he he was actually really great in run defense. He was better in yeah. pass defense, and he was flying all over the field. Dude, he holds the line at like what is he two two twenty two thirty? He holds the line. Yeah, he's I think he's two twenty five at most. So yeah, I, I, I'm high on that. Guy. Uh, number four. Joe Titman. You got to win. We got to win. I think, like, you know, starting at the beginning like, of the no, year, getting I, I know um, he knows that. Like, rotated in and out. Like, that I would never really hunkered down to be a leader on like, the old line. He's upstanding behind. I thought he played. I, I actually thought him. he played pretty, pretty well. You know, but, um, and I, you know, I think like, he's a reason that the old line. I actually thought he played really well. So much that's how he's on this list. He did. He did. blocking. You know, what What were you going to ask from? 14 tackles, half a sack. Like, I feel like he had a couple tackles for a loss. Like, I. You know, I don't know. There's not much. The offense didn't have a touchdown. 
He's been the our offense did not have a touchdown. Season, I mean, that's the ugliest of the ugly. Yes. Okay. I for, we can't. What I digress, but that I, things keep popping into my brain that make this weekend even uglier. Oh and yeah. I think well, about I, well, I guess that's one of the good Scott Nelson pick six. Um, <laughs> Scott Nelson pick six. <laughs> that was a nice play, but that was our only touchdown of the game. Number two, Danny Davis. I mean, listen, you get the wide receivers going, you know. He, he I, I think, caught everything that came near him. Like, I, I, thought, I, I yes. thought he was great. He was, they he got was, him going was, early, and then they yeah. went away from him in the second half, and I don't yeah. understand that. He looked just like, he looked like he's been prepared for this type of game for his whole life. Like, he, mm-hmm. to me, was just like a mellow, you know, relaxed football player, and I thought he played really well, and you're right. We we needed to keep giving him the ball and, and trying to shove it there, and, and we did it. We didn't. Uh, number one, I mean, I mentioned him earlier, Keanu Benton. Number one. I mean, that dude is a monster. I mean, you're right. Every time there was a, some, a, a hurry or a, pl- a good play, he's always there. And, and he's gotten – he was good to start the season, and I think he's just gotten way better. I mean, like, leaps and bounds better. So, you know, I, I think without him, it, it would have been an ugly day. And, and and also, I think with him, Leo Chanel and, and Sanborn and all these guys make tackles after tackle after tackle. I even think uh, Henningsen played well, too. Henningsen played well. Sanborn played well. I mean, I, I, I can't fault the defense for for for, for this game. It really. looks like we just didn't do anything new. Like we weren't we weren't trying to mix up you know, coverages and mix up blitzes. And it looks like Minnesota was just prepared for us. I would have liked to see him win Wilder when I would have personally liked to see Blaylock in play more because I feel like he's better in coverage and you saw them expose Torchio. Tor- Torchio yeah. is a risk taker. And I think they knew that once he was in there and they were in, in, in that the combination of him and, and Hicks back there in, in coverage, I think was something that really, really hurt us. So, but again, I'm not going to blame the players. I'm going to blame the coaching here because I feel like it was so vanilla. It was I mean, so vanilla. So, on, but on every single... In every single phase of the game. Every single phase. And I, I really think it, it just didn't look like we were as prepared. As, Minnesota looked like a team that was up all night preparing every single thing that we've done this whole entire year. Like they've, they were ready for everything. Every blitz... They've seen it and they've, and they probably went over, you know, these, dude, you, when you're, I'm just, you know, like back in practice, we would go over this stuff, nauseating amount of time. And, and, and when you're winning, I feel like things can drop off like that. And when you're losing, you just want to continuously get better. And to me, I'm not saying either one of these teams were losing, but Minnesota just looked like they ran the same blitz packages over and over at practice and had the O-line and the and the um the tight ends and the running backs just stop and just fit all over and over and over because they did such a solid job. And I, I like I'm not tipping my hat to Minnesota. I don't care if that state like fell into Paul Bunyan's axe into the Mississippi. That they, they, they can fall into their ten thousand lakes and, and you know, I mean my, my sister-in-law lives there, so I hope her, you know, they're okay and they're floating in their town. But Listen, Minnesota. I like I. I have zero allegiance to. I actually hate Michigan more, and I was pumped to go and beat them in the Big Ten championship. Like I was beyond pumped to do that, and I just wish people. I wish I was in the locker room like getting people amped. Yeah, I. Uh, I would have headbutted people with like their helmet on, and be bleeding all over the place. Would have been great. 
I, I, I hate Minnesota the most. I hate Illinois the second most. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Well, mo, mo, more because of basketball. I got kicked out of a basketball game when I was there for uh, yelling at Bruce Weber, the Illinois coach, uh, a pretty in a pretty vulgar manner uh, at, at, at one game, um, calling them bleeping fibs, and they could. Uh, I, well, I, 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 I told them there where they could uh, shove it, and I was uh, in a pretty good seat in the student section. And thank God they didn't take my name because I was still able to go back to games later. Because I was, uh, I, that was, that was a, a low point and a high point for my uh, collegiate fan experience. So, yeah, I, I could, I could, I could see that. I, I, I don't think I've ever sat, you know, like at the Jets games, I boo. I'm not really booing anyone in particular. I'm not, I never, I don't scream like Zach Wilson, you suck. The dude's like 22, looks like he's never seen, I don't even know. He looks like say. he hasn't even hit puberty yet, man. <laughs> he hasn't seen a, insert whatever you're thinking in there yeah um but uh i mean he is mormon good for him i I have no problem with anyone on this earth i just want him to do better as a quarterback for the jets yep Uh, you know i don't care if he worships satan as long as he does well for the jets (laughs) (laughs) do whatever you want man don't, don't do any like sacrifices or anything but like you can you know Hey, free to do whatever you want, but you do you, I'll do me, and I'm I'm not gonna tell you what to do. You you just yeah, don't tell me what to do. Just do better on the field, man. Like I don't... <laughs> we need like Jobu from uh, what's what's that movie? Major League. <laughs> we need major. We need Jobu in the Wisconsin locker room. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wants to sacrifice a live chicken. Go get him a go, go get, go him, go get him a bucket chicken. of KFC, man. Like, come on. Come on. That that movie to me is just so funny. Oh, it's it's my probably my favorite sports movie. It's I love that, the, I love the guys drinking like um you know uh, whiskey at all the games. It's just so funny. And Bobby that guy, Uecker. you yeah, I love that guy. Bobby Uecker. Oh. just a bit outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't stop laughing. The movie, the whole movie makes me laugh. They don't oh, call man. him the best well, color man in the business for nothing, folks. Yeah, listen, I'll tell you what. I, you've you've made me smile. Do you want to bring up a game and? Uh, in 2003 that we lost and I probably fumbled in. No, I don't. No, I don't. I feel like Minnesota caused us enough pain and consternation this weekend. I don't need to add to that. I don't want to add to that. I mean, I never want to add to it. (laughs) We're excited to announce a new sponsor and that is Lightbox. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gifts of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find. And they're a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as a classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. So head on over to lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. One thing I am excited about, though, this week is our our, our guest. We are, we are locking him in, but it looks like we're going to have Chris Chambers this week on the show. Yeah. So that, that'll be fun. Back to the receivers. We had a running back last week. Back to the receivers later this week. Working on getting some getting some other guys as well. So, you know, it'll be 
no matter what, we're still going to have fun. We're still going to be... Uh, we're we're, we're going to have a good time here, yeah. I promise. We'll do a... Chris so Chambers, man. I, mm -hmm. I don't even know him that well, so this is going to be interesting for me. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, we are we already know he was high school teammates with Lee Evans. And yes. so I think that I, I can't wait to dig into that a little bit more. How was it running a wing tee with Lee Evans? <laughs> like, it doesn't make it's it's unbelievable that they had two of like the best wide receivers almost ever at Wisconsin and then in the NFL they were solid. They were great guys. And then they ran the wing tee. You know. Which if anyone's listening, the wing tee is a is a heavy run. It's like no passing. My high school ran the wing tee. Yeah, but mine too. You hardly yeah. pass. Yeah, I know. I well, I played center, so uh, yeah, it, it was great for me because I love running blocking. But I also liked it because I got to pull as a center, yeah. and so I got to, you know, if we hadn't run the wing tee, I'd probably just be like sitting there having to block nose guards all day. But instead, I got to I got to pull out and attack some linebackers, and that was way more fun. It's all misdirection. Mm -hmm. It's pulling guards. You think you're unblocked on defense, and then all of a sudden, someone's like right there. Mm -hmm. it's great i mean i i was a tight end as a sophomore in the wing tee i loved it because your pass blocking but also we were had a good quarterback so we did we did pass a lot but no team was ready for it because you're yeah. trying to stop the run and down blocking to me i love putting my head across and oh, just yeah. trying to you know like a dn thought he had like a free rush and then all of a sudden my head's across you know in the hip pocket blowing him up down blocking, you know, uh, middle linebackers that were like had no clue it was coming. Dude, I, I, man, I think I, I love the playing football the way I played it. it was yeah. like it was it, it it was fun. It was Smash Mouth. I had my best one of my best friends was my left guard, and he was a buck fifty five soaking wet. Yeah. And yeah, right. But he was he was a he was also an all state outside linebacker. He was I mean he was amazing and he was tough as nails. And my favorite thing to do, especially if we had like a head up nose guard, he would come and hit him. I would wrap around him to get up to the second level on a linebacker and they were completely unsuspecting. Yeah. And it was, and then I'd have a, I'd have the backside guard, the right guard pulling behind me. We, we would go and our, you know, our buck. Oh, my favorite play. I love what, 31, what? Buck, 31, 32 buck is my favorite play in. Was that, was that on belly? Like where you did the X buck? Belly's a little bit different, but they're, yeah. they're relatively similar. I mean, and what's funny is like, you know, you, you do an X block. So the guard, it depends where the guys lined up. If they were outside, you know, inside and outside, you just would block man up. It's basically ISO for people listening. But um, if they were going to X, so like the tackle would come down, take the, take the one technique or the three technique, and the guard would kick out the end. We were so blatantly like rude. We would just say Malcolm, Malcolm. And it's like Malcolm X. And I was like, oh, so everyone knew what we were doing. My favorite was we would always get in trouble for jumping off sides. It was the most um, annoying of annoyings. My, our, our, our team, we literally couldn't go on two. We literally could not go on we two. We would we go, off, go we went right. off sides every time. But it was, our I kids, mean, yeah, it didn't matter. Like, Shift. And then you usually you set a number 24, you know, ready, go. And so, like, that was our cadence. We went on shift pretty much. Every single play. And the second our coach is like, we're going to go on one, everyone in the huddle would be like, Dracula, Dracula. We'd be screaming it the whole entire time because count Dracula. And my coach is like, you guys are so dumb. Like Every time <laughs> we had, if we were going on two, we just yelled ESPN, ESPN, like ESPN <laughs> two. And it didn't matter. It, someone was going to false start every because we went on one 95% of the time. 
And so, I mean, it, right. it didn't matter. Like we were like my, my junior year, we went 11 and 0 state champions and it was, I mean, we were great that, that whole season we, I mean, reliving the high school days. I don't know how many people want to hear this, but I mean, you know, we had, we had six shutouts in 11 games on defense. We outscored our opponents. I think it was 252 to 40 in the Dang. entire season. Yeah, we were, we were outstanding, but I mean that we're tiny little school in New Hampshire. I mean, you know, we had yeah. maybe 45 guys in the whole football program, like varsity and JV combined. Right. But I think us. six of those guys went on to play D1. Like that's pretty F solid. FBS and FCS. Yeah. We did it. We did it. We were a small school. We had some guys move up, play, go on and play. But, I, you know, like it's so weird. Like the three or four years you have in these respective, you know, windows, we just had guys who played good football. My brother was a guard and he is. 160 175 he might have been 200 but he was not more than that you know well, it's he funny. Was, our, our offensive line was ridiculous our right tackle was 320 and ended up playing at virginia that's ridiculous but so he was the right he my brother was a, the right guard he was also uh the strong safety and had the the uh, tied the record for interceptions yeah well so we you had, had you had guys playing these ridiculous positions because it's the wing team you could do that yeah and like <laughs> our our left tackle like uh, sorry our left guard like i said like kevin was a buck fifty-five soaking wet and was a an unbelievable outside linebacker, especially in coverage. Like he had a bunch of interceptions, pick sixes. I think he had the most pick sixes, pick sixes in a season for anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, and like it was just it, it was so like we we ranged, like I said, 320 <laughs> at right tackle to 155 at left guard. Like and, and everywhere in between. Wait, I, D, baby. I was Listen, in high school, our, our coaches were so they would watch film all night. They'd come up with game plans. They'd, they'd write everything down. We had a packet that had like 50 pages in it. And then on Thursday, they'd give us a quiz on every single thing the offense would do. We joked that our offensive coordinator literally lived in the booth because like we wouldn't see him from, we also played like, we did not play Friday nights. We played Saturday, like Saturday right, late morning. We played morning. Saturdays also. Yeah, which was, I, I kind of liked it personally. Yeah. But, you know, because I, I don't like playing at night. I, I, I forget who was saying this, uh, but... It's. I think it's way better to. I'd rather just wake up and go play. I don't want to wait, sit around the whole day, especially be a sit around a whole day at school. Like I want to yeah. wake up and just be in football mode, and just go out and play on yeah. Saturday. We had morning. a few. The Friday games, the night games we had when you had to go to school were very difficult because the mindset you get into for the day is just a little different than you know, like just going to sit in you know a desk and watching. I felt it, like it, I yeah. was stewing. Like I felt like I was stewing all day. I couldn't yeah. focus on school, but I also like couldn't focus on football. It was, but you, it was yeah, tough. but you, it's weird. Like I had my headphones on, walking from class to class. Like you're not really talking to people. It's just a different day. Like everyone's going about their business, and you're like trying to keep your mental high while being a part of all this. Like I never raised my hand, no matter. I just didn't raise my hand anyway. But you know, it's just it's one of those like you're trying to figure out what to eat for lunch, and you can't eat cafeteria food because. You know, you gotta take twelve emodium ads after that. So it's like, did, let's let's put it this way: my high school didn't even have a cafeteria, and we didn't get lunch periods. It was a very strange school, but uh, it sounds like prison, dude. No, it was actually great because we our classes all met only four out of the five days of the week. So like some like my English class, I would have I would we'd have class like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then that period on Wednesday, if you had like makeup work or were behind, you had to go in. But if you didn't, you just got a free period. Yeah. I was one of those guys in high school that would sh like my coach is like, listen, I'll be there at 9am for a one o'clock game. And I was like, 
waiting in the parking lot at 8.30, like just blasting Metallica. And the second we got in, put Metallica back on or Pantera or something like, like, you know, the da, 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 kill your family, da, 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 like that stuff. And like, um, I would just listen to that for like five hours straight. And then you go to a game and you're ready to legitimately explode on people. The strange thing for us was each season, the captains got to choose what, what, what the music was in the locker room. So my freshman year, it was so uh, my, my freshman year, 2000, it was all Nelly all the time. It was just, it was Nelly the whole time. My sophomore like year, it was Dave Matthews band. No, no, no. That's not, <laughs> Nelly, my I, junior year, my junior year and my senior year, actually it was ACDC. So that, that was okay. We, but it was the weirdest thing. Like, like we were a very good team my sophomore year. We made it to the state championship game. We lost yeah. the state championship game after being up 13 nothing with five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. We lost 16 to 13. Brutal, brutal, brutal stuff. But we we listened to like we we listened to the crash to the album Crash by Dave Matthews band. Like the whole year. I was like, why A, why are we doing this? But like it wasn't my choice. Dude, I man. Uh, this probably uh, had had something to do with my confidence boosting. We would bring a boombox on the bus. We would bring there was a, there was always a puppy. We called all the, the ninth graders puppies who had to bring batteries just in case. And we would bring the boombox on the field and put it on the fifty yard line facing us, so we could listen to Metallica or whatever we were listening to. We used to drink to Nelly. That was like our jam to drink to. And then. But then my coach, usually you line up and you go away, you know, like, so they can't see the plays you're like rehearsing before yeah, the yeah. game. My coach was like, dude, turn around. He's like, let's, we're going to run towards them. And we would just run towards the other team, showing them the five plays we were going to run. I was mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. And I'm so excited. That's mind game. That's great mind games. Do Mike. Yeah. We, we were, you know, I, I thought it was hilarious because my coach knew he had like five dudes who were straight killers and, mm-hmm he took advantage of it for like three or four years. He's like, listen, I deserve to be on this field. We're going to play this, you know, like he's like, I can do whatever I want. I, I got Matt Bernstein's out here trying to kill people. And, and within the rules guys, within the rules, like I wasn't hurt people on purpose, but like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What you, you guys want to play Friday night? Like, nah, I'll bring these guys. Friday. He's like, I'll let the dogs out Friday night. You guys want to play Saturday? Oh, you guys don't want to play. We had, we had teams, we had a team cancel on us. My senior year, they're like, nah, yeah, you guys can just keep going in the playoffs. Like, we're good. That's great. Good stuff. All right, we're gonna wrap that up. We, I, I don't know how we got so off uh, off topic, but you know, we Next had to feel year. we had to feel good about ourselves somehow. So we Next had to relive year, the glory days. We're bringing the axe back, baby. Yeah, we're bringing. Uh, we, oh, you're darn right. We're bringing the axe back. Bringing the axe back. So let's wrap it up for there for this week, uh, Maddie. Well, not not for this week. I should say for the show. We'll be back later this week, I think, with Chris Chambers, and uh, if not, it'll be it'll be someone else. But we've got uh, we we have a tentative agreement with uh, w- with Chris to jump on this week, which I'm I'm so stoked about. He was as Did as a Buffalo Bills fan. You, I mean, he played for the Dolphins for a long time. After Randy Moss, he he was the scariest receiver for us to go against for the entire two thousands yeah. decade, for, uh, from a you know. In 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 division, he he's he awesome. scared. The, he was so good. He so was good. so good. What's going to be so fun is rewatching, like going on YouTube and rewatching like highlight tape film. Mm-hmm. I just love doing that. It's so fun. Yeah. All right, Maddie, have a great have a great week. You t- put this behind us. Well, yeah. I Moving mean, forward. have a great day. I'm going to see you very soon. Have a great day. So, see you soon. Uh, until next time, never fail on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.